Welcome to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson. This is take two, Ty. We're doing this again. <laughs> New podcast, take two. We had, a, had a little technical difficulty starting the recording off. It, it it is it is. Ryan was was not all too happy about no the technical difficulty. No, technology. it's okay. We're here now. We are here now, and we we've are. got a podcast for everybody today that is going we to do. blow your socks off. We we are very excited about this one, but I do want to make sure because this is was technical difficulty before. I still want to say that Thanksgiving is the best holiday. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure that makes it on the podcast. We started that off and I said, no, it's Christmas and then basically everything else. So, no. Yeah. Thanksgiving, but without a doubt. In the spirit of the holidays that yes. are coming up, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Ramadan, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Ramadan, Kwanzaa. Very dignified. Kwanzaa. Uh, we, I actually celebrated. I actually celebrated uh, Ramadan with some Turkish people when I lived in Europe. It was awesome. There you go. Go ahead. There you go. I so, digress. in the spirit of all the holidays, including Christmas, which is the best, uh, we uh, are starting a, and we've talked about it, the ETF yep. challenge with yeah, right. a prize, very good prize. We're going to talk about that. We do have prizes. Yeah. It's kind of like. Fantasy football for number nerds. <laughs> sure. Yeah. For money nerds. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're going to go through everybody who's listening. We're going to talk about ETFs, what they are, how they work. And then we're going to show you where to find them, how to look at them, how to research them. And then we'll talk about the challenge and how you do it. It's going to be fun. You and I are going to be in. We're going to see how terrible we do against everybody else, too. Yeah, when when somebody ends up kicking our butt, um, the part 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 of the 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 uh, the prize package is you get a job offer from my Prosper team to come wow. up trade for us. Wow, it's not really that was that was actually not real. That was just pretend. Hi, so don't tease everybody. Stop teasing everybody. I know. I'm sorry. You're, I got all excited. Boy, you, you cried all, wolf. All, don't do that. All, that's true. That is very true. Okay, so we're gonna talk about EFTs, electronic. Exchange traded <laughs> funds. I'm used to uh, saying EFTs and EFTs. Not, or NFTs or, or the NFTs, NFL or none of those or XYZ or RIA or IRAs. None of the none of those. Yes, exchange traded funds. These are kind of the core of a lot of investment strategies out there. Uh, we love them. We do them all the time. Kind of the the meat and potatoes of everything that we do. Yeah, there's there's a, a really good use for ETFs, and you know the idea is, it, it, so now sometimes the, our portfolios will build by be built upon more individual stocks, right? Yes, because essentially that's what an ETF is, is like a mutual fund, right? Which a mutual fund is just it's a fund of a bunch of individual stocks, right? And the idea is, well, I can accomplish some diversification, right? Meaning if I buy 
a hundred stocks that are all focused on pharmaceutical, right? There are 100 pharmaceutical companies. Well, if 25 of those pharmaceutical companies completely failed, I still have these other 75 over here that, you know, they're, they're, they're balancing me or they're pushing me up. So I'd still win versus if you're just picking two or three of those pharmaceuticals, what's the, you know, you have some statistical probability that you're going to pick one of those companies that fails and you lose a lot more money. Now, now, obviously you give up some of the bigger upswing, but you're diversified, right? So the big key difference though, between a mutual fund and an ETF is, what do you think it is, Ryan? I am going to say is their ability to be bought and sold. That is, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but yeah, that I'm that you're absolutely right. That's that, no, that that's that is that's hey, actually a really take, good point. Okay, let me take the second guess. Okay, the hold on. Let's talk about your first one first. Oh. Let's let's talk about your first one first because that's key. That is really key. Why why what? How, to explain that to me. How what how does a mutual fund trade? Oh, because you don't know. Okay, let me explain it to you, Ty. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how yeah. that works. Well, because mutual funds were sort of the original like thing, right? And you bought into a mutual fund. Um. But they always had a problem with if I want to get out of the mutual fund, it has to wait till the end of the day for me to actually get out of it. And I am redeeming my mutual fund shares with the mutual fund company. I'm not selling it to somebody else. So I don't know. I don't even know. I should have looked at when ETFs started. But ETFs are more a more modern version of what a mutual fund is. And uh, they basically trade like a stock. Buy and sell them at any point. They have a very specific dollar value that runs on the the ticker, and you can just see what it's worth at any moment. Exactly. Just like app, if you're buying and selling Apple, right? You're you're buying or selling at you know whatever dollars per share exactly, and you can trade anytime you want during the day. You're absolutely right. Mutual funds redeem at the end of the day according to what they call NAV at their net asset value. Um, okay, so a couple more thoughts I've got. But what was your second choice? I was going to say cost. Bingo. That's a really, really big difference. The average cost. Now, there still are, quote unquote, no load mutual funds. Those technically still can carry fees inside of them. What they mean when they say a no load, and by load, they mean commission, no commission uh, mutual funds. The reason that they say no load is because there's not like, uh, upfront fees, things like that. But a lot of times, even those no load funds still have redemption fees at the end, which is essentially like a commission on the back end. Or you pay what are called 12B1 fees, which are marketing fees. There's a boatload of garbage that gets baked into them. Now, garbage, pure garbage. The abs, well, I guess we shouldn't say garbage because the reason <laughs> mutual <will>. funds, no, <laughs> they are. The, and, and just for the record, the average mutual fund cost, I want to say last time I looked, I want to say it's like two and a quarter percent a year. Oh, and wow. that, it's, it's multiple percentages, like not oh, I zero see, yeah. percent. Like all of them, yeah. all the fees involved. Yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying. All the fees. And, and some of those fees, people, you don't always see up front. They're baked into the return. And the reason for that, the key difference is a mutual fund is managed. There's a specific, hey, this is what we're doing. This is our parameters. We're going to trade. We're going to make adjustments. So it is managed. An exchange-traded fund, an ETF, is not managed. It literally is just a company saying, hey, we're going to go buy a gazillion shares of these different companies, whatever we want. And again, they can, they can vary 
depending on if they want to be, and we're going to go through this in just a second, talk about all the different types of ETF, but they can vary, but um, there's really no management to it. And because of that, they still do carry some, some fees with them, but you're talking it's, like rather than, yeah, go ahead. No, I'd say it's rather than 2%. It's like 0.2% or something. If even that, right? Yeah, you're paying maybe one to two cents on the dollar, and I guess it can be more expensive. But yeah, pennies on the dollar versus, you know, two or three dollars for, you know, every 10 bucks you put in there. So a lot more cost effective. Now, some people will argue, well, mutual funds do better. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, you could make that argument, but at the end of the day, it's like, if if you're buying and selling yourself, like, do you really, I don't know. There's there's case to be made whether you should be paying those management fees or not. And we don't use them because we're managing the portfolios for our clients anyways. So I'm of the mindset, why do I want to have somebody pay for management twice when we don't need Because you Very literally- efficient. There's literally, in fact, this would be something good to research. I don't, I wonder if there, there may, I, I highly doubt that there are any mutual funds that there is not an ETF equivalent. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm I, pretty I, sure if you. I would bet. I'm going to put money on it. That there is like a, it. there's a corresponding ETF to essentially any For type of mutual Every, yep. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine that no group out there would be like, hey, let's make an ETF based on what this mutual fund. Right. So again, again, though, remember, I mean, in some instances, some mutual funds do really well, right? They exceed their benchmarks. And so who cares if you're paying one or 2% a year because you're beating the market. That's awesome, right? Our, again, our philosophy is the only reason we don't use them is because we're already doing that management for our clients. We don't feel like we need to overlay it with, you know, with additional fees. Yeah. No reason to. Yeah, and essentially, when you think of an ETF, I mean, this is probably the best way for me to actually understand it in my tiny little brain, is, is that when you buy an ETF, you're essentially buying shares of a company, and the underlying assets of that company are all of the predetermined stocks that you know going into it. So if it's, say, like an ETF based on the S&P 500, right, there's different very different versions of that, but let's just say it's the regular Weighted S&P. Yeah, a lot of people know SPY, right? And all, all SPY does is literally just whatever the stock market's holding, it holds the same uh, weighting. Weight, it's the same weighting as the S&P 500. Yeah. So the S&P 500, biggest 500 companies in America, you're buying an ETF that its underlying value is the same value as the S&P 500. So in other words, too... Whatever the S&P does in a year, you're going to do in a year minus whatever minuscule fee you pay for. Because obviously those 500 companies are going to change. The weights are going to change. All that's going to – and so all the management in that case is just going in to adjust it here and there just to mimic and mirror what that does. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah, and that's the way I think of it in terms of it. You're just owning the shares of a company that the underlying assets are that. So that's why – you can then go out there and say, well, I want to share all, sell all my shares at this company or I'm going to buy all this in, a, in an ETF because it's actual shares of it. Yep, just, just like Apple. If you say, hey, I've believed in Apple for the last however many years and now I think that they're stupid. I'm going to go sell all my shares. Yeah, exactly. It's a great, great way to put it. I like it. So that's why the ETFs and diversification you're talking about 
the biggest thing that that and this is particularly sort of a kind of a portfolio philosophy, but this is always going to be an individual investment philosophy because maybe like let's say last year, tech was a really really hot uh, sector of the economy because of everything that was going on. So there were ETFs that you could use to take advantage of that particular kind of anomaly in the in the economy last year. Right. So instead of you just happen to pick one or two stocks of companies, you could just say, well, all of technology is probably going to do pretty well. So let me buy into an ETF that takes all of those into account. Which, you know, last year, most people that bought that way bought the ETF QQQ. Yep. They ended up being right? the sponsor so- of March Madness. March Madness, that's right. They Q-Q-Q. actually Nobody sponsored ever. the tournament. Yes. Nobody had ever before heard, most people before had never heard of QQQ, and then all of a sudden they're sponsoring the March Madness tournament. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a really, really good point. Because <laughs> apparently they did and, well the year before. Yeah, they did really, really well. Uh, and it's a gr- we use it. I love it. I think QQQ is a phenomenal way to get technology. Now, so again, the, okay, so this idea is, a fund, a, 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 a basket of specific holdings of, of companies. Okay. So the idea is, okay, well, why? Now, obviously, it's, a lot of people talk about this is a very basic financial concept of diversification, right? Like, why would I want to buy, why would I want to have one egg in my basket if I could have 10? So then if I accidentally drop an egg, I'm fine, right? Or like we, we talk about, um, you know, micro and macroeconomics. Right, meaning if what are you talking about? What are you going uh, into? What's happening? Just, just because your brain is little and it can't comprehend what I'm talking. Just in case about. everybody couldn't hear, that was me snoring. Oh come on! This micro is and macroeconomics. Micro and macro. Well, so we're not so, in college. So economics. So certain things may happen in the economy that only affect maybe the auto industry, uh, or better, better you have something at. You have something that happens at a larger scale, like COVID, that impacts the entire would that, market. Would that be the macro scale? Macro is <laughs> macro. Micro, micro. Right? As Albert that. Einstein says, Ty, if you can't explain it to a two-year-old and have him understand it, then you don't understand it. So. Oh, crappy. Well, I thought I just did explain it to you. Micro and macro. Oh, right? man, I'm just giving you so, some flack. It's you, fun. I, I know, man. You are saucy just because we had to record this twice. I know. It's all good, man. All good. So, yeah. So the idea is then, well, if I'm diversified inside that ETF, then the micro things, the small changes, so if also the auto industry gets its butt kicked for whatever reason, supply chain issues, right? Like we're seeing right now. Or the restaurant or hospitality industry, if that gets its butt kicked, your overall portfolio is not going to complete. You're not going to lose, you know, 50% of your money overnight, right? So it's this basic adage of diversification. Well, so the thing that I really want to, to, touch, to touch on that is, so... This, I, I, I just see this so often with our clients where, and, and I don't want to, I, I don't want to bag on people because I love and I will always, always encourage and I always welcome clients trading their own stock portfolio. I love it. I love it. The more people can get involved, learn what we're doing. It just makes them, it makes you a more intelligent investor. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Now, what I would say is that, and I'm not trying to be arrogant more often than not, you're like, oh, I get super excited about these stocks. It's a little bit of FOMO because you're like, oh, like Tesla's, everybody tells me Tesla or everybody tells me this or that. You buy in 
and then something changes in the market and you're not really paying attention and your portfolio is going to get its ass kicked, right? And so I'll, I'll give an exact example of this. Now, again, don't get me wrong. I've got really good buddies of mine. One of my really close buddies, Mike, right, who you and I went to lunch with in St. George a couple weeks ago. Uh, Mike trades his own portfolios and does really well, right? Super smart guy. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Again, at the end of the day, it's like, no, you're good, dude. Keep doing what you're doing, right? I'll be the first to tell it to somebody. But I would say that in my experience, that's maybe 10 to 15% of the time as people can, can trade that efficiently, okay? So this idea then is use ETFs versus trying to be all, hey, I'm going to go pick the right stocks because like if you even just a little bit of research and buying a few ETFs, you can actually outperform the market. I don't want to say it's super easy, but, but it's not like, it's not rocket science. So exactly to your point, right? You talked about QQQ last year, right? So last year you could be watching trends and looking at it and see, okay, well, Hey, technology is doing really well. What's the high, what's the best performing technology ETF? And you can see and you buy it and you use that, right? So that's a lot less risky than saying, well, I'm going to go buy Microsoft and Apple and Facebook and Amazon. I'm going to buy Fang, right? Basic tech stocks, right? And then also, then all of a sudden you get your butt kicked on two or three of those and you lose more money, right? There's nothing wrong with this ETF trading strategy. I've seen people be very successful doing just that. Now, sometimes in our portfolios, we'll weight heavily, we'll have a heavier weight in individual stocks. Sometimes we're more in ETFs. It just depends on, the overall risk, right? If there's way too much individualized risk in the market, we'll take a step back from individual stocks and be more ETF based because it just helps us reduce risk, right? Well, okay. I've posed this question to a boatload of clients recently. A boatload, not a boatload. A lot of clients. I've asked them this lately and I'm like, hey. Boat full of people. If there was a boat with a lot of people in it, I asked all the people in the boat what do you think is the best? Because there's yeah, basically 10, 11, 12, depending on how people look at the different sectors of the market. There's basically 10, 10 to 12 sectors, right? And a different market sector just means like, so healthcare is different from technology, right? They're just very different sectors of the market. So I asked, so I've asked clients, I'm like, what do you think is the best performing market sector this year? And I think I even asked you this a little bit ago. Uh, but, but everybody that I've asked, they're like, oh yeah, tech, for sure. 100%, it's technology. Eh, wrong. Year to date, it was not technology. Year to date, it is energy. Energy has mopped the floor. It's almost so it was as high as sixty-five percent. Now we're sitting closer to high fifties, you know, fifty-five, sixty-ish in that range, right? Uh, versus, then in second place is tech at thirty-six percent year to date. These are all year to date numbers, okay? And overall, the market's what? Uh, overall, the market's right Year around, today. what are we, about 20%. S&P is 20, about 26%, 25%. Roughly. And then, then, the, uh, then when you look at the, a, a close third, like literally neck and neck with technology. Horse, horse what would racing. You, what would you say? Horse racing. What would you say? Horse racing. Um. I can't even think of a name of a horse. I was going to try and think of a name of a horse to be funny, but I can't. <laughs> War Admiral. Uh, what? War Rear Admiral. War Admiral. Oh, War Admiral. Rear Admiral. Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit. Okay, what would you say, Ryan? What do you think is the third? Because, again, it's basically right in line with tech. 
what do you think is that is that um i'm gonna say uh let's take a guess and say finance great question actually question or sorry or, sorry great choice oh you know what i lied okay sorry yes so great great answer uh question or great great thought great great just great uh sorry i was just i was reading i was reading something there for a second great don't question, read great question don't read that's a don't great question. podcast at the same uh, time it's called was, an answer ty this is what happens when i when i look at charts and data and podcast at the same time <laughs> uh it was actually real estate oh so real estate was it was a was a really close there. somewhat related somewhat related right exactly so so this is the point is is that's that shows you there was a there's a big difference from last year where it was tech right things have made changes and and so you don't have to take on as much risk and that's where you can and so again i want to use one specific example from i was talking about clients and things like that so there's a lady that we work with and she paid a group like i want to say it was like motley fool or trader on the street i can't remember exactly who it was it was one of the groups and she paid like six grand or eight grand to get like hey you can get our you know inside picks uh which again there's there's nothing inherently wrong with these companies but it's this idea it's like okay they they gave recommendations on specific stocks right for a month or two it was awesome her her portfolio was exceeding our portfolio awesome that's great i'm i'm psyched and she knew it she's like oh yeah this is kind of it wasn't a big chunk of her money. It was a little bit more play money. She wanted to do her own research. And that's why I say, I love that. And I welcome that all the time. Love it. I think it's great because you learn. Well, now when we say we take a step back and we look at the entire year, that portfolio is only made about 4% on the year. Actually, most of a good chunk of that portfolio was negative for most of these. And now, and you know, obviously we, we've beat that in spades, right? We're, we're almost 20% in her portfolio. So, so my point is this, it's like, there's nothing wrong with, with not playing the individual stock game, just picking a handful of ETFs and running with it, right? So that's why this idea of diversification using exchange traded funds can long-term can, can produce a very good return. Yeah. And it's easy to manage because if you've got 50 stocks versus five ETFs, a lot easier to manage in that way. So, you know, you can you can use stocks as sort of your supplemental investing main courses. Right. But exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's kind of talk about the kinds of ETFs. Like uh, you mentioned, the sectors, right? I I mean, I'm gonna guess and say there's 200 ETFs. Are there more? Uh, thousands. Oh, yeah, there are thousands. There are thousands <laughs> of these. Thousands. But yeah, but that's what not it, all, what Ryan. it shows you though is 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 that there's kind of a lot of ETFs that are probably useless because they're very they're very specific and or obscure and you know maybe they just don't have the greatest returns. But there's probably I don't know maybe fifty that if you looked at have some value for just about everybody. Oh, absolutely. There. So. In fact, I'm just going to look at, so here, right here are, um, here are, uh, let's see, five, one, two, three, four, five, five. Here's about seven or eight just main sector ETFs. And I'll just name them off really quick, really quick that you can buy, right? So you can buy uh, like the healthcare sector, right? Uh, XLH, I believe is, no, all right, let me pull up what you need. So there's the financial sectors you could buy, utilities, uh, XLE, 
is an energy sector portfolio you could buy qqq uh you can that's buy XL, the qqq XLB. that's the technology one yeah qqq's tech xlb is is kind of the building materials market subsector so we looked at one just as we were preparing for this and there is one remx R-E-M-X. It's, and what, what, what we're talking about, what, what, what I'm saying letters, those are called, those are tickers, right? A ticker is basically what's your call sign, what's your number, what's your your letters, and that's kind of your, that's how, that's what you trade as. Yeah, the R-E-M-X follows the different bands of R-E-M and the different uh, yes. cover bands of R-E-M. It, it's all based on ticket sales associated with the band yep. R-E-M. Losing my religion. Losing my religion. Uh, my, uh, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Who? What's the frequency, Kenneth? Yep. What's frequency, Kenneth? That is an awesome REM song. Love oh. that song. Everybody hurts. Is that was that the name of that song? Yes, it is. Every end of the world as we know hurts. it. So it's the end well of the world as we know it. Okay, REMX is a rare earth materials. Oh right, rare earth materials. That's ETF. Right. Okay. Um. All right, out there in podcast land. Take one second and think, what do you think rare earth materials year-to-date return is? And we got to okay. talking about like uh, the stuff they make batteries with lithium, right? That's a rare earth material. Well, it's, it's a lot of, yeah, I mean, I mean, all kinds of weird rare materials, right? In fact, here, hold on a second. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull REMX and we'll look at a piece of the holdings here. Give me one second so I can tell you exactly what they hold. It's year-to-date return, people, is 76%. Not bad. So if you held if you held that particular ETF year to date, so basic materials. Let's see if it'll show. Um, like there's some rare earth companies out of China. Uh, it holds China? Linus Lina Rare Earth. Let's look at uh, Linus Rare Earth Limited. It holds about seven percent of that. Uh, anyways, so all I'm at, I'm at Yahoo Finance, yahoofinance.com or googlefinance.com and you can find all kinds of awesome information. But anyways, that's my point. So like, again, like you could hold that and the overall risk of, of REMX, let me go back to it. Give me one second because I want to look at some of its risk. Uh, it's beta actually isn't too bad. So beta the a beta of one is the risk of the market. You're equally risky the market. It's well, only beta. It's one, it's, it's a one it's a 1.5. So it's only. Are you about talking about like what plays music? The beta machines? Is that what you're talking about? Not the beta machine. No, not beta. <laughs> it's literally it's only about half a percent or half as half as much risk or half as more risk than the general market. But you're you're more you know what that's about three times three and a half times the return of the market. So you're not taking on much more risk. For the amount of return that you've received from that that ETF, that's a great ETF, right? Um, w- w- uh, what what BITQ? Yeah, we looked at that what's bit, one. What's BitQ? Uh, yeah, psycho. tell us about Bit. Tell us about BitQ. Right? I don't know nothing about it. I just looked at it. It has to do with the mining and the support of mining for bitcoins, because technically, well, They've started to really unveil more cryptocurrency type ETFs just recently over the last five, six months. And a lot of the ones that exist now are more like the support industries for mining and for those that deal with the the ledger. Got to go back to FOMO crypto to learn more. Crypto FOMO. Seriously, crypto check FOMO. out that episode. But, yeah. uh, but 
that's, you know, there's probably, I looked up, there's probably like six or seven of them just built around that whole industry. And I know that they just, uh, they just approved, the SEC just approved a couple of ETFs for actual crypto trading, nice. which were the first like ones some, for that. Some, of the, some, of, the, some of, of the specific, yeah, nice. Yeah, one was just based on Bitcoin. So you could actually just go to that Yahoo and just type in ETFs and it'll start listing all these different ETFs and you could look at every single one of them. And the point here is, well, and this is another idea too. You could go, there are large cap ETFs, mid cap ETFs. And we actually, we use a lot with a small cap ETF because if you look at, if you look at year to date, uh, if you look at small cap versus mid cap versus, and what that means is how big of a com- how the company size. And typically small cap is a little more risky, right? So, so small cap, has re- it compared to mid and, and, and large cap, which large cap is basically the S&P 500. It's pretty similar, right? So small caps outperformed. It's, ki- it's kicked out an extra 3.5% year to date, meaning so so just by the fact that you're holding more small cap means you've returned 3% more, right? So, oh, and one last thought too before we actually start talking about the, so this is a really interesting concept as well. So if you compare SPY, which is the basic S&P 500, to RSP. RSP is actually also the S&P 500. RSP has, uh, I'll have to double check it. I haven't checked it in a little while, but I, for, a while, for most of the year, RSP was actually kicking the SPY's butt. Which you're like, wait a second, if they're both S&P 500, how can one kick the other one's butt? Yeah, Ty, explain that. How? So SPY trades exactly like the S&P 500, which the S&P 500 is not equally weighted between all 500 companies. It doesn't give an equal percentage to each company, right? Right. RSP does. It equally weights every one of those companies, right? So so SPY is just like the S&P 500 is a lot more technology-driven and heavy in the that. So that's why RSP... Was beating so the S and P was beating itself because of the way that it's weighted. So little subtleties like that. There are there. That's what's great about ETFs and what's so fun is you don't have to dive crazy deep into one specific company and are they going to be successful or not. You can say, okay, well, maybe I feel like this part of the market's going to do better. I want to hold some healthcare, you know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe, it's okay. Maybe, the point is, hey, maybe building materials is going to do well with the new. It's, stimulus yep. package you put out right in fact we, we exactly and we've actually held some of the building materials uh, and in fact that's not too far off it's in that high 20 percent range right so it's actually done really well it's in the top five or six etfs for the year we've held that in our portfolio a good chunk of this year not a, lo- a high percentage because building materials have a lot less volatility a lot less ups and downs volatility right so it actually still a decent return so that's actually a good thing to talk about too, not to get too technical, but we, but you look at returns and the amount of volatility they have, right? And actually, if we were to rank them based on their overall return versus how many times they had a wild swing up or down, building materials is probably closer to number one or number two because it still had a great return. And think about that. If you held just building materials, you're basically beating the S&P 500, Right. But let me tell you really fast what the beta is of building material. Again, boring as hell, right? Like 
and we're, lumber. We're, and we're not talking about alpha male, beta male stuff. That's not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, we're talking about... Well, actually, it does show it's got a little bit higher beta. That's interesting. I thought it would be lower. But anyways, typically, that's that's been a little bit more easy ride than... But, okay, ETFs, different parts of the market. You can still build cool strategies with ETFs, not having to pick individual stuff. Yeah. So... Here we go, Ty. You ready for this? Contest time. Maybe we've talked enough about ETFs for people to go in and join the contest because I love it. We thought it would be fun. Now we may be wrong; it may not be fun at all. But we thought it would be fun to include anybody who wants to be in this contest to build their own fake TF portfolio. And everybody gets to choose the ETFs they want, right? And we're going to see everybody starts with $10,000 or maybe everybody starts with a million. I don't know. It's fake money, so it's we can make money. whatever no, we yeah. want. Whatever we want, <laughs> we can make it. But then we track that for a full month, full month of December, and we're going to see who comes out on top. And Ty, I want you, since you are the big money spender, I want you to say what the win. We're going to keep track of for everybody that's doing it. I want you to tell what the prize is. Pretty dollar, good. Dollar, 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 dollar bills, y'all. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. So the the so okay. Uh, the so what we're going to do at the end of the month. So we're basically we're saying, okay, you've got to have your picks to us. Ty, hold on. Before we get to that, tell them the prize. Okay. The, okay. I know. Sorry. I got, I get sidetracked. So <laughs> we got to keep them interested. <laughs> tell them the prize and then we'll give them the rules. <laughs> okay. The prize is bum, bum, bum. some, some ba- brand new AirPod Pros. Whoa. The, the lights are too bright. So you, you, it's kind of hard to see. AirPod my AirPod Pros. Pros. AirPod Pros. Uh, or, you know, if you don't really want AirPod Pros, we'll, we'll do something financially equivalent, but yeah, we'll give you, we'll throw a pair of AirPod Pros out there for you. So honestly, uh, that's a pretty good price for doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. A couple hundred bucks here for you. Not too bad. Yeah. Ryan will, Ryan will open up his old pocketbook and pull out a few hundred dollar bills and yeah, we'll have a little price for you here. You know, and maybe, maybe we have you on the show. We'll ask Heck you. Yeah, that would, ask that's you actually your, kind of a cool idea too. Yeah, I ask like you that. about your picking style. Okay, tight. Now you can go through the, the rules. So okay, so the rules now, right? The idea here to be eligible for the AirPod Pros and or financial equivalent is what we want to have people do is is email us only up to five ETFs. We don't want to make this crazy complicated. You pick the five ETFs you think are gonna do the best in the month of December. Okay. Any any weight. So you could have 90% in one, and then you know the other four each get what? 2.3%, 2.4%, 2.5%, whatever. So so you could do that. Or you could just pick one. You literally could just say, awesome. You know what? You, Ty said R-E-M-X is the is the bee's knees. I'm just gonna put hundred percent of my monies into that. And the All idea million is of it. it's it's oh it's the traded value of that ETF. As, it, as the market opens December 1st compared to its closing value December 31st. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that December 1st, uh, December 31st. 
okay? Whatever, whoever has the highest portfolio return in that time frame, that's who wins. Yeah. And we're not doing first, second, third. There's second place is the first loser. Yeah, if you're, Nobody gets if you're not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. That's a Ricky so, Bobby. whoever's first place, you'll get this. Okay. Now, there's a couple of things we're going to require of you to make sure that, you know, some random... You know, that, that somebody's not entering in 800 times or, you know, to make sure we can actually contact you. So this is what we want to get. You have to email us your ETFs, your choices, and their, and their percentages, okay? So email us before midnight, November 30th, okay? <clears throat> so you can email any, anytime. So this is going to drop this coming Saturday. So anytime this coming Saturday, whatever day of the month that's going to be, the 20th, mm-hmm. Saturday, November 20th, through midnight, November 30th. Just make sure you don't do picks. it during your drunken turkey slumber. True, true. You might want to have recovered from your, it, your, your nap before you start yeah, don't choosing do these. Don't, don't do it or, you know Thursday what? afternoon. Hey, hey, hey. It, might have been, it might be the That's best right. to do it then, too. You never know. Exactly. Okay, so the email that you want to send it to is support at myprosperteam.com, right? That's our advisory firm email. It's the easiest one to use. Support at myprosperteam.com, okay? Now, again, five, up to five ETFs, any percentages you want to use. Now, remember, when uh, he says yeah, percentages, he's saying 100% is the whole thing. So if you equally did, it'd be 20% to each, right. just to be 20% clear. each one, yep. Yes. Exactly, okay. Now, the other thing you have to do is you have to go check us out on Instagram, Ty and Rye Podcast. Is our is our handle on Instagram? You have to like, you have to you know follow us on Instagram, and uh, yeah, as long as you've followed us on Instagram and you've emailed us that information. Now the other thing we want to include too, just so we can give some shout outs over the next you know throughout the month of December to people, come up with your trading name. Yeah. So include a trading fun. name in your email, right? So if you're Wolf of Wall Street, right? So the Wolf of Wall Street could be the number one trader, you know, mm-hmm. halfway through the month. Who knows? That's what we want to get that one. Nothing crude, anybody. Okay. Yeah, keep it uh, keep it PG, maybe PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah, nothing too crude, nothing too sexual, no obscenities. Yeah, like that. To the to the two ladies that I get coffee from every morning, Danny, Sarah, I know you're gonna listen. Don't be crude with your trading name. <laughs> I know you two. Yeah. One of you could be Captain Captain Foam Foam Queen, like the phone, you know, coffee foam, or how much? You know, oh yeah, you get foam on top. Oh, yeah. Ca- Ca- Captain Foam Queen, whatever you want your trading name to be, mm-hmm. right? Just so that way, because we're gonna keep posting this on our Instagram, we're gonna keep you know talking about this in upcoming podcast episodes. But again, you have to get us the information before midnight. So if I get an email from somebody on December second, sorry, you're not included. Because so, I have to track all this crap. Yes. I don't want to be yeah. having a big but, pain in the butt. But Ty lo- loves doing it. So when you email I mean, I us, I love this stuff. email us your Instagram uh, account name so we can track and see if you've done it. We need your email, which we'll right. probably have, obviously, your yeah. actual name, and your picks and your trading name. There's five things. Yeah, five things. That's, that's all you got to do. Put those things in there. Easy. And if you want to make it simple, just do the SPY. Just choose that. Yeah. Exactly. Just do one. Just I actually, uh, did you see, did you see one of the posts from Jiren Tim, uh, Jiren Timmer last night? Yeah. The, so 
he talked about kind of where we're peaking out with our price with price earnings and yeah. growth and all that. But he also did talk about how with the economic output we're seeing, he's like, yeah, there's about a still a room for another 10% of growth and we may see a, a good part of that here in December. So he's kind of he's calling for and and a lot of the information that's been coming out in the last 24 hours of market data is really good, right? Yeah. So we so you could even just pick SPY and see a three to five percent growth in the month of December alone, and that might be enough to win it for yeah, you. Yeah, building materials. What about retail? You might want to get into a retail yeah, ETF. Retail. It's Christmas time. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you're gonna spend money. It could come back to you in the form of new AirPod Pros because you're spending money and kicking that st- those stocks up. Yeah. So let's let's okay. let's repeat again because I feel like I love it. Everybody is going to like we're all over the place. Question. The email is support at myprosperteam.com. Well, I'll put it in the podcast part too. Yeah, I love it. Okay. You're going to email us there. Make sure your name's in it. Make sure your ETF picks are in it. Make sure that the percentage of those those are in it. Right. And make sure that your trading name is in it. Right. Right. And then go to our Ty and Rye podcast Instagram account and like a post. And my trade name will be sharp king okay sharp king sharp king gotcha i like sharp as sharp. in you know how much the technical I love sharp. analysis sharp. sharp the technical trading analysis and understanding sharp i love sharp. so i'm sharp king i gotta give my trading aid some thinking yes and ty and i are both going to be in this and so we're gonna we're, we're gonna be we're gonna team. see who's gonna kill us in this in now this thing. now we're not we're not going to be part of the people that so ryan or i and our family our immediate family members are not going to participate oh no if i win i'm winning i get those airpods no you don't win oh you get props on and and actually you will be on the podcast no matter what so you don't have a choice but you are not getting the airpod pros and also last and i already have them so i don't need. yeah last thing too if your portfolio goes negative we will publicly shame you. So just keep that Oh, in yeah, mind. we will. Yeah, you know, I love that idea. Every week we'll talk about <laughs> who's negative in the run. And, and you owe us AirPod Pros. There you go. You're the lowest. There you go. <laughs> just, just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Okay, does everybody okay, have I'm it? I'm excited. This will be good. So email us. And look, maybe maybe it's a conversation. You're like, I don't remember what to do. Just email support at my prosper support team. Support at my And we'll help team. you yep. with the whole thing. But let's get, get it out yep. there, everybody. Put your, ETF challenge. Put your picks in. I think it's going to be fun. I love it. I mean, it could love be it. dumb, but it. I think it's, it's going to be fun. Love it. No, this is good, dude. I'm so glad. This is Ryan's idea, and I think I love it. It's a I love contests. It's going to be fun. They're always fun, especially if there's a prize. If there's a good prize. I know. Everybody loves a prize. Exactly. All right. Okay. Okay. All right, brother. Hey, man. Appreciate your time. Too we'll much. talk to you next week, and we'll see who is going to actually start to join. I'm excited about it. That's right. All right, man. Hey. Good times. Right. Thanks, bud. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit subscribe. That way you won't miss any future episodes. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Ty and Rye podcast. Also, check us out at myprosperteam.com. Thanks. We will see you next week.